to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving, the live call-in show here on Voice Ed Radio Canada. Give us a call this evening, 1-855-848-6423, and we'd love to talk leadership with you, we'd love to talk education with you, and love to talk life with you here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. And welcome to the program, everyone. This is Andrew Morata, host of Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving, the live call-in show. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Again, that number to call in live is 1-855-848-6423. We'd love to hear from you tonight. Um, not only are we live on Voicehead Radio Canada, we also are live on Twitter and uh I know the producer is back there, Stephen Hurley. Stephen, yeah. uh, good evening to you. Hey, Andrew. Uh, happy birthday to your daughter, I guess. Uh, yeah. You've had a bit uh, of a c- celebration tonight. It's it's great to have you here. I'm thrilled to be here. We just got the birthday girl in bed. Uh, Stephen is referring to my daughter, Tessa. Uh, just turned eight, and we celebrated uh, not only tonight, we also celebrated her communion on Saturday, so that was a great event for oh. uh, my family. So this is May, and if you're Catholic and uh, have kids, and you you know May that is First Communion Month, and there are confirmations happening all over the place, it's just a a great celebration month. And then I know I taught grade eight in a Catholic school for years, and uh, you know you'd you'd have that confirmation, and then two weeks later you'd have uh, have graduation, and uh, they'd go off to high school. It's it's an exciting time of the year, isn't it? It is absolutely an exciting time, uh, you know, for me personally, uh, uh, but it's also uh, Teacher Appreciation Week here in the United States, uh, and I know in your neck of the woods, uh, Stephen, it is Education Week in Canada, uh, so today's show is going to be dedicated to all those great educators out there uh, doing great work in their schools, great work for kids uh, each and every day, so uh, those things are happening uh in our backyards and in our schools. Yeah, it's and uh, you know it happens every day. It's nice to set aside one day. We we have I think we celebrate one in October as well. I think there's an international teacher day. Uh but but what do we how do people celebrate down there? Do they like do they buy coffee mugs with teacher appreciation uh slogans on them or what happens? You know, Stephen, at my school Port Jervis, uh we've tried to do a lot of things um and, and, you know, you want to appreciate and celebrate your teachers all days, right? You want to recognize them each and every day. But we certainly this week try to do some special things. Uh, tomorrow, I have, I have my grocery list here that I'm, I'm going to run to the store early tomorrow morning. I am going to, for the first three periods, I got two griddles going. <laughs> uh, we, we did a um, room service. The teachers uh, put a little slip in and we're going to have room service delivery uh, coffee or juice, uh, breakfast sandwiches, muffins, uh, all of that kind of stuff. That's from my, from my friend Beth Huff in Missouri. And uh, so we're going to get that going tomorrow and see if I can cook. <laughs> what a great idea. I absolutely love it. So do, uh, do the, do the, does the admin team deliver all that or do students deliver that? What happens? 
We have a, a group helping, uh, you know, uh, my administrative team, everyone is pitching in. Uh, people will help take the orders, help organize the orders. And, and I think the kids are going to do a lot of the delivery, but uh, I feel it's important to show the teachers that we're not willing, uh, not afraid to get our, our hands dirty, not a, a willing, afraid to really do something special for them. Uh, we had an ice cream social on Monday after school. The, our faculty meeting was in our courtyard, and uh, uh, we talked a little bit about school, but it really created some time just for the teachers to talk, uh, be with each other, and, and who doesn't like ice cream uh, on a nice warm afternoon? So oh, that's, uh, that's what we did uh, on Monday afternoon. That's great. Well, listen, I'm yeah. going to get a, I'll get out of your way here. I know you've got a lot to talk about, so um, I'm just going to hang out in the background. Cool, Stephen, and I appreciate uh, what you're doing. Uh, Voice Ed Radio is on Twitter also. They're very active on Twitter, and that's at Voice Ed Canada, uh, and that's V-O-I-C, capital E-D, and then Canada. Uh, and I'm at Andrew Murata 21 uh, So let's connect on Twitter. If you're watching live on Twitter, uh, you know certainly say hello here. And, again, if you are listening, give us a call. I'd love to hear from you tonight. Uh, 1-855-848-6423. So as I open the show, we are talking Education Week. We are talking Teacher Appreciation Day uh, here in the States. And uh, this is our third call-in show. Uh, Stephen's doing great work uh, with Voice Ed Radio Canada. On our first show, uh, we talked about uh, storytelling. Uh, we talked about the power of storytelling and what those stories can do. And uh, on our second show, we got talking about organizational tools, things that uh, help us as administrators, uh, Google Calendar, Rocketbook, all of those kinds of things. Uh, but today we're talking about teachers. We're talking about Teacher Appreciation uh, Week uh, here in the States and, again, Education Week in Canada. And I thought I'd start with a story. And that story is about Buzz Alden. Uh, and we all know Buzz was... Uh, with the group that first landed on the moon, uh, Buzz was second, right? He doesn't like to be called the second one to land on the moon, but he was, um, or to walk on the moon. And the story is uh, that each astronaut got to invite three people into the viewing area, uh, you know, from Houston. And uh, Buzz, uh, again, very uh, excited about that opportunity, invited his parents and he invited his high school football coach and PE teacher. And, and think about that, right? Three people. He could bring three people to watch him land on the moon. And Buzz Aldrin brought his high school football coach and um, uh, PE teacher. And so when you talk about teachers and you think about all that they do for kids, educating them, counseling them, training them, holding their hand, uh, and all of the things that they do for them, the biggest thing that teachers can do is to have that significant impact on, on students' lives that when they have a monumental occasion in their life, that student, that they're going to think back to thank that teacher uh, in a way like Buzz Aldrin did. So uh, that's a story I did want to open the show with, um, talking about teachers and Teacher Appreciation Week. So another resource I use, and I'm showing it here on Twitter, uh, it's the Coaching and Leadership Journal. This is uh, organized by my friend Dan Spanauer in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, and it's from the Leadership Publishing Team. It's the Coaching and Leadership Journal. It's something that I subscribe to. Uh, this is the May 2019 issue. 
and if you're listening uh, on uh, Voicehead Radio Canada, uh, but it's it's a nice monthly journal, and it, and it starts with lessons that we can learn from great teachers. And there's an article here that was adapted from uh, KevinEikenberry.com, and it's about great teachers, right? So number one, great teachers believe in their students, right? We have so many, we have so many different types, uh, and they believe in their students. Not only do they believe in the students, they believe in their potential, right? As educators, we don't get to see that often down the road, right? We don't get to see the impact that we're having on them. Um, you know, many come back years later. I know on Teacher Appreciation Day uh, here in the States, a lot of uh, former students reach out uh, and share with their, their teachers what they're doing and, and the impact they had. So number one, great teachers believe in their students. Number two, great teachers care about student success, right? The teachers want to be successful, but it's more important that the students are successful and they uh, do what they have to do to get the kids to be there and motivate them and push them. Um, and they're, they're, they're making great lessons to help uh, achieve student success. The third thing, great teachers, they love what they do, right? And that's evident in, in all that they do. They love their subject. They love coming to school. Uh, and, and it's contagious, right? Great teachers make learning enjoyable. Think about those classes, right? Think about the fun activities of some of your best teachers that they used to do and uh, whether they're skits or plays or, or different activities. Uh, a big thing now I'm seeing a lot of teachers do is uh, those breakout EDU boxes, uh, making learning fun, making learning enjoyable. Great teachers are excellent communicators. And that's something that uh, is going to be a recurring theme here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. The, the call-in show uh, is about storytelling, right? So being a, a great communicator, also being a great storyteller, but they're able to communicate effectively with parents, teachers, uh, um, and they're also great listeners, right? Great teachers make learning practical. Kids today, they want to know the why. Uh, back when I was a student uh, and, and you know, back in the day, we, we sat there and we, we learned because the teacher was teaching us, right? But now kids always, right? What's in it for me? Why am I learning this, right? So teachers make, uh, great teachers make those lessons real life. They make them practical. Um, I have some amazing teachers in my school that are doing great work. Um, and and you know, whatever the subject is, they are making learning practical. And the last thing, they see the big picture, right? Sometimes they get so focused on uh, that kid right in front of them, that quiz right in front of them, that kid right in front of them that might be being disrespectful. But when you see the big picture, when you open that lens a little bit, those great teachers know maybe why that kid is acting out poorly, or they know that there are challenging uh, things in that kid's life that maybe in that moment, it might not be the best thing to press that student or to hold that student accountable in that moment because they understand the big picture and they see what's going on uh, in that kid's life. So uh, that's from the Coaching and Leadership Journal. If this is something you're interested in, check it out uh, at the leadershippublishingteam.com. Uh, Dan Spanner is nice enough to offer a discount, and that code is ELB20. If you did want to order this or take a look at it, he will send you a free copy as well. Uh, if you go in there and, and, and plug your, your information, he will send you a free copy. Uh, and this is a great resource. 
for coaches, for teachers, and certainly leaders. So check that out. Next, um, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about growing up, myself growing up. Uh, again, my name is Andrew Morata. I'm originally from New York. I live in uh, uh, Northeast Pennsylvania right now. And um, I've been a principal for seven years, assistant principal for seven years at my school, Port Jervis, uh, New York. And uh, uh, But I grew up, I went to Catholic school, 13 years of Catholic school, uh, eight and in Staten Island, New York. And then uh, I went to Zavarian High School in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, um, and had a great experience. And I was reflecting uh, and preparing for the show, reflecting on my teachers and my experiences with them. And, you know, you think about all that the teachers have done for you and, and, and just the, the great stories and, and things like that. I think back to the structure uh, that I had in, in, the, in my elementary school, St. Joseph Hill Academy, um, the structure in the lessons, the firmness of, there were many nuns uh, back then, of holding me accountable for my handwriting, my behavior, certainly. I was the last Marotta. Uh, hard to keep a, a cap on that. Um, and just, you know, the accountability for the work, right? They had their, their thumb on me. And I remember that. Uh, and it was a healthy fear, right? I, I had a healthy respect for them. And I didn't want to let my teachers down. I didn't want to let my family down. Um, and there was a lot, of, a lot of good times in there. And I had, I had great teachers. I remember the black and white marble notebooks, um, I still use them at my office. I don't have it here. I'm in my home office um, and I don't have it. But on my desk is a black and white marble notebook that I date every day in the top page. I, I put the date on it and I take my notes for the day when I talk to parents and, and things like that. And where did I learn that? My teachers uh, in elementary school with those black and white marble notebooks. And God, how many years ago was that? You know, 30 years ago. And so much has changed, right? Right now, I'm using my racket book, the erasable notebook, but uh, those notebooks are something, again, I, I take with me. Um, and then I just think about the rapport that I had with my teachers. Uh, again, I was the last Marotta. They knew all my siblings in front of me. And uh, just the connection to my family and, and how they got to, to know me and, and understand me and, uh, again, some kids get mad today when you refer to their siblings, and I never did, right? I knew what my brothers and sisters did in front of me, and, um, you know, so I had a really good experience, and maybe that's why I, I decided to become an educator, um, you know, without really thinking about that, but I did have a great experience growing up. Next is what I wanted to talk about. Uh, I had a chance to interview Todd Whitaker, Um Todd is a, an educator here in the United States. He's an education leadership professor in University of Missouri. Now, Todd has written over 50 books, uh, but really the book that kind of put him over the edge in terms of becoming a well-known author and speaker uh, is the book, What Great Teachers Do Differently. And it started out with 14 things, and then he, he uh, had a second version and went to 17 and this is a great book. I would recommend this if you're looking for a gift for uh, a teacher you may know um, or, you know, just, just something right into the year gift. This is a great book and it's a great read. And I had an opportunity to interview Todd on my show and he was amazing. He really was very inspiring for me as a school leader, uh, but just really had his uh, a real good pulse on um, 
people, understanding schools, understanding the culture in schools and things like that. So I recommend that. So I wanted to highlight a couple of things. Uh, tip number 14 is here in here, and it says make every decision based on your best teachers, right, or your best people. A lot of times in schools, um, you know, in weighing out decisions, right, we, we, you know, certainly they have to be good for kids, right? It has to be financially feasible. Things like that are unsaid, right? It's got to be a good decision that's going to help kids. Uh, but when thinking about how it's going to affect the staff, you know, sometimes you, your concern might be the loudest person or the longest tenured person or maybe somebody who's outspoken in the teacher union, right? But if you keep in your mind, make your decisions on your best people, right? What are your best teachers going to think? And that is something that really hit me like a ton of bricks. I think about that a lot. And, you know, does every teacher in my building think they're the best teacher? I'm not sure the answer to that question. But if, if I'm making the decisions based on what my best teachers are going to think, again, not the loudest, not the most outspoken, but the best teachers, you know, that, that's, that's really something to, to think about uh, to help you help guide your decision making. Because if your best people aren't going to like it, is it really something that you could you should do, right? So that is in here. Another one I really liked is be the filter. And what's Todd Whitaker talking about when he says be the filter, right? Think about all the people that you work with in schools. Uh, if you're an educator listening, if you're not an educator, if you're someone that, that's listening. And uh, again, we are live on Twitter. We are live on Voice Ed Radio Canada. Um, give us a call, 1-855-848-6423. I'm waiting for someone to break the ice tonight. I know I got Steve in there in the background listening, uh, ready to jump in, but I would love to talk with someone, uh, You know, certainly from Canada, that would be cool, but from anywhere, uh, give us a call tonight, 1-855-848-6423. It is toll-free. I don't even know if there are international calls. Yeah, I guess with cell phones, uh, there still is uh, international calls. Um, but what I was saying is be the filter, right? Think about, so for example, last night, I, for, I, I always sleep very good. Um, I, my head hits the pillow. It is nine 18 Eastern uh, standard time here in the East coast of the United States at nine 30, we're going to, uh, shut the show down at nine 35. I'm going to be downstairs brushing my teeth and in bed by like nine 40. Uh, and I, I, I go right to bed, but last night I woke up. 2.30 in the morning. I don't know what happened. Uh, I, I went and used the bathroom. I went back and I was up. I could not, I could not get, get my eyes uh, uh, closed. And I just, I just would not, um, couldn't go back to bed. So I eventually I kind of got till about 5.30 and then I got up. So I was exhausted today. I'm pretty tired right now. But when people, my students see me, my teachers, hey, Mr. Murray, how are you doing? I'm doing great today. Thrilled to be here. How are you? Right, be the filter, your own of how you respond to people. You know, when people say, "How are you doing?" Do they really want to hear you complain? Do they really want to hear something negative come out of your mouth? You know, certainly there's people you could trust that you say, "Hey, man, I'm having a rough day. You know, I was up all night." Ba 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 ba, and that's different. But when you're a teacher, when you're an educator, and you got kids around you uh, as a school leader, I think it's very important to have a positive mindset, to have contagious energy. And 
being the filter uh, is something uh, very important. And Todd talks about that in, in tip number 57, right? How about when an angry parent comes at a teacher? That's something I know gets under uh, teacher's skins uh, when parents kind of come at them really hard. And uh, But how can they turn that around, right? How can they filter that, that negative vibe from that parent and turn it around? Right, using their words, using their patience, using their listening skills are all things that great teachers do. Um, and the and the last one again, there's 14 here. I could go on and on about it, but the last one is, uh, you know, though the great the greatest teachers, the best teachers, don't need to repair, but are always doing repair. Right? Think about that about building your relationships with people, um, saying sorry. Right. Or even just being empathetic. Um, you know, I, I work in a, in, a, in a blue collar town. Um, we have a high rate of uh, uh, parents that uh, uh, did not go on to secondary education, that were not successful in their education. And that is something that we battle in our community and we, we take very seriously. Uh, but being empathetic uh, to those students um, and, you know, with the things going on in their life, holding them accountable but being empathetic, doing that repair, right? Because our job is to build people up, build those kids up. Is that kid going to do better in their cl in your class, uh, in your school, if he's feeling better, if she's feeling better about themselves? Um, and and our job is to is to help do that. Another thing we did in my school, I'm very proud about. Uh, it was the 150th day of school on on Monday. I don't know how many of you know that. This year at my school, it's the 150th graduation uh, at my school. And we said we're going to make 150 positive phone calls or postcards home. And my staff jumped right in. Uh, we did a little Google Doc. They put the name of the person uh, that we were doing it so it didn't get repeated. And uh, that was an activity we did, right? It's Teacher Appreciation Week. I like to turn it around and, and give those good vibes, have our staff do good things for other people because that's contagious, right? 150 parents, 150 kids got uplifted because our staff gave a little bit of extra time, a little bit of extra effort. And how long really is it? Are you on the phone a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes? And, and you're telling that parent not only, hey, your child does a great job in school, you're sharing why. Right. What did your kid do? Uh, one of the calls I made, excuse me. One of the calls I made was to a student. Uh, we had bring your child to work day uh, a couple weeks ago. And this one student just was over the top kind to my own children. And I, I was just blown away at her kindness and what she did uh, for my own children. And I wanted her parent to know. And the parent loved hearing about it. Uh, she said her daughter had come home talking about how excited she was to interact with my kids. And uh, so that was great. And the second one, uh, one of our students uh, won a local uh, road race on Sunday and uh, he won. Right. Little note. Congratulations. Boom. Put it in the mail. Uh, those are things that that are helping kids, uh, you know, being empathetic, uh, celebrating kids. And, and those are things that that great teachers do differently. So. If you are an educator, you're looking for something great to read. Uh, this is this is awesome, and um, you know we're going to do that here. So uh, the other thing I wanted to offer for Teacher Appreciation Week, uh, a, a Education Week in Canada, 
Uh, we're going to give away five books uh, tonight. Um, and you could reach out to me on Twitter at Andrew Murata 21. You could direct message me. Uh, you can reach out to Stephen Hurley uh, at Voice Ed Canada. Uh, and they're on Twitter at Voice Ed Canada, V O I C, capital E D, Canada. Uh, we're going to give away five books tonight um, to celebrate educators, to celebrate schools. You want to pass it on to your school leader. Um, but even if you are an educator, it's not just about principles, it's about surviving and thriving in your schools and all the situations. So uh, we'd be happy to do that. And again, reach out to us, uh, direct message, uh, or you can, you know, email me also, and I'll, I'll mail it to you directly. My email is llc at gmail.com. I would be happy to uh, give those out. We're going to give away to the first five people we hear from. We got about five minutes left, everyone. Uh, would love to hear from you. 855-848-6423. Stephen, uh, no calls tonight so far, huh? You know what? This is going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by the fact that you can hold the radio stream for a half hour. Uh, but once, once the, it's like a, it's like the, the tap on your, on your, uh, washing machine you know you t- can turn that washing machine on and you wonder why there's no water coming well you haven't turned the tap on but once you turn the tap on that thing just hums that's a poor yeah. analogy and a poor metaphor but heck um so and i i am um i'm thrilled that you're here can i can i just take a minute to read a poem that i found today I, absolutely go for it so so it's about you know on this teacher appreciation day I think any good teacher worth their weight uh, in salt or worth their salt is going to also say, well, this is this is actually Student Appreciation Day as well. And this poem by Alan Shapiro is found at the at the beginning of Ira Sokol's uh, newest book. Uh, Ira Sokol and Pam Moran uh, wrote a book called Timeless Learning, uh, How Imagination, Observation, and Zero-Based Thinking Ch- Change Schools. But they start with this poem, and it's it's short but it's called Pedagogy 101. And it says, Suited, I thought, and tied. Earnest as the day was very long, I taught them when to be still, why they needed to listen, where Columbus was born, how to answer textbook questions, and what the similarity was between my degrees and their grades. Sitting at bold desks, White flies rambled on tall windows. They taught me when to shut my mouth, when I needed to hear, where they were coming from, how to question textbook answers, and what the difference is between schooling and education. So there you go. By Alan Shapiro. Pedagogy 101. Pedagogy 101. Hopefully I could look that up and share that with my staff. That was powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and thanks then, for sharing that, uh, Stephen. Well, thanks for everything you're doing here, and and you just have a, a few minutes left to uh, to kind of bring it home. Yeah, yeah. So, and again, it's Education Week in Canada. It's Teacher Appreciation Week. Uh, but you know what's also happening around this time of year uh, in the world of schools and educations uh, are interviews, mm-hmm. and I'd like to talk next week about interviewing. I'd be happy to offer some tips. Uh, if you have an interview coming up uh, and you want to reach out again on Twitter at Andrew Murata 21, I'd be happy to help you. We hire a lot of people. I've conducted hundreds. I don't know if it's thousands yet, but I've conducted a lot of interviews. And uh, what we do when we interview, 
I like to do like speed dating. <laughs> I, I want to conduct more interviews up front. I want to meet people. I want to meet if there's, you know, 20 applicants, I might meet all 20. And then from there say, all right, I'm going to interview these five or I'm going to interview these seven uh, and with a longer interview. But those first interviews are like short 15 minute interviews, 15, 20 minute interviews that we can get a feel for the person if it's going to be the right fit. So uh, that's something that we do in the interviewing side. But next week, I'd like to talk for the to the interviewees about you know that process and if I could help you and and kind of talk about that and and hopefully next week uh, we'll open the tap and we'll get a call we had a call our first week and uh, uh, oh for two so far after that well sometimes you have to plant them so we'll do a bit of planting but we'll we'll start promoting this uh, tomorrow on social media and if you wanted to uh, to hold on to those books and we can uh, we can see if we can give them uh, give them away next week too. Yeah, yeah, sure. And again, you know, it'll be on replay and uh, we're going to get it back out. So I know we're up against uh, uh, the 30 minute. And as I announced on the show, you know, I'll be in bed in 10 minutes. How's that? Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even it was great to talk with you again. Thank you for your work on Voicehead Radio Canada. Uh, this is Andrew Murata. We're going to sign off here on education, leadership and beyond. Again, more resources out there. Check out uh, the Coaching and Leadership Journal and uh, looking for a great book uh, from one of your uh, teachers. This is a great book here. So go for it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. If I can help you, reach out. At Andrew Murata 21. Stephen, have yourself a great night. Thanks, Andrew. We'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks.